What's the one thing all great teams have in common? Great coaching. Try to suck up to me, Evelyn. I'm Gordon Bombay, the new hockey coach. All right, let's go! Learn me! Come on! We're Team USA, gathered from all across America. And we're going to stick together. You know why? Because we are ducks, and ducks fly together. It's the Quack Attack Podcast. Hey, everybody. Yeah, high five some more. Man, my little brother could score on these guys. I'm Mike. That's Tommy. Uh, hello, everyone. That's an interesting use of uh, intro quote. That's Kevin. Yeah, I'm still not quite sure what happened there, but hey, y'all. I mean, it was just a little longer than usual. Maybe I should have used just the first sentence and whatnot, but um, let's just move on, I guess. Kevin, uh, I'm taking it by your presence not being here that you have not fixed your car yet. That would be a correct assumption. Have you gotten any closer to fixing your car since we started this Odyssey? Probably, what, like a month ago now? At least a month ago. I have not. I've had a particularly busy last couple of weeks, so I've not had the chance to. I'd argue Kevin's gotten farther away. <laughs> I don't know how that's possible. I've, I've stayed in the same spot since I've gotten the parts in the mail. So No, what happened is you got a... Um, you got a scooter, right? And so now you have a mode of transportation. I, I do. I do have a, a scooter. It had to be fixed as well. <laughs> that is now in, in, in working order, uh, although I haven't ridden it because it's been pretty freaking cold out here, um, except for today. But um, yeah, so that's where uh, my transportation status uh, is at for the moment. Is your scooter hey, the like... Bus, the, the bus has been good to me. The box? The bus. Oh, the bus. Oh. Is your scooter, like, powerful enough to get you to here? Or do you need the car to come here? It, it yeah, yeah. I mean, what do you mean powerful enough? It's, I mean, it's well, like, I don't know if it's just, like, a little scooter. It's you're like a razor around, scooter. Yeah, you're taking around the block. <laughs> no, no. Or if you it, actually, it, it, if it's, it like, a legit, a, you can go on, like, Main Street. It's a, like, it's a Honda Ruckus. Oh. Um, if you want to Google that. Um, it's actually pretty cool. Um, courtesy of my mother. So, uh, shouts to mom. Shout out. Shout out to Debbie. Debs. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, you guys will have to give it a spin sometime. Will do. Will do. So, I mean, I'm excited for this episode because usually I come in and I have at the very least just a little sheet to kind of direct me and direct the episode about where to go. Uh, right now, I have nothing. And there's a reason for that. So, Tommy, just kind of explain what our topic is today. Okay, so here's the topic. I have two um, theories that I wanted to talk about that are a little bit out there. Um, and so I'm going to – and I think I told Mike about one of them like many yes. months ago. And so that will be our second one. Okay. But this first one, neither Mike nor Kevin have heard of. And the second one, only <laughs> Mike has heard of. Oh, great. All right. I mean, we love we love crackpot series, and, and I've got my drink ready. And I'm good to go. I'm psyched for these. Okay, we're going old school. Kevin's getting drunk on the pot again. It's exciting. <laughs> okay, so here it is. Um, I have a theory as to what happened to Tommy and Tammy Duncan after D one. Oh, okay. And so, to uh, longtime listeners, you know, we have a theories about Hans, and the new listeners, our theory is that you know Hans was kind of running the drug game in um, Minneapolis, St. Paul, and, you know, running things through his skate shop. 
and he would recruit potentially young hockey players to like help him with that. Mm-hmm. My theory is both Tammy and Tommy Duncan get involved in that. Okay. okay. So after D1, they get involved in that and they're both like running drugs for Hans. Absolutely. Um, tragedy strikes. Oh, okay. Tammy Duncan dies. Wow. All right. I like, I like it. I like it. Um, and Tommy, who is, you know, pretty much all in on the game, he, Tammy's death really throws him for a loop. And so what he does is he gets turned by the police. And. All right. <laughs> okay. So he gets turned by the police. Okay. Um, and so, because he had gotten picked up too. Uh-huh. And so he's kind of like in juvie or something, kind of waiting. And he's like, okay, I'll talk, you know, and. Because they're just like, hey, you know, this guy got your sister killed. You know, why are you loyal to him? Whatever. Um, so Hans, of course, goes on the run. We've talked about that before, which is why he's not in D2. Yes. Okay? Yes. And the reason is because Tommy told, he spilled his guts. And so Tommy, he's in juvie, you know, shit happens, gets a tattoo, but he ends up going to witness protection. Okay. Okay. Tommy, I, like how, I like how it gets a tattoo was like <laughs> such a bad thing. <laughs> it's it's not a bad thing. So Tommy goes and witness protection or protection. And he goes and lives with the family and he changes his name to Pete. Oh, and he becomes Pete and Pete? Yes. <laughs> oh. That is where Tommy Duncan oh, okay. is. Okay. Okay. So Tommy Duncan so, is actually wait. little Pete. And that tattoo of Petunia is actually one that he got in juvie while kind of like waiting things out. Okay. Okay, I'm I'm gonna have to do a serious review of Pete and Pete, but um, so it, currently, current day, what, is he still just Pete? Yeah, he lives his life out as Pete. He never was found out. So you're 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 basically doxing him right now. Um, yes, he, Pete right now. Oh man. Okay. So so Tommy Duncan goes to live his life as Pete. I, I mean, I like the little cross sort of genre move here. It's, it does explain a lot. Um, I do have a few questions. I mean, the first of which is, I mean, do we have any sort of evidence for either Tammy's death or Tommy's turn or or even Tammy's turn to Hans's game. Um, well, the overwhelming evidence is that they're not in D two. Yes, but I mean, if you want to, uh, like Tommy is easily explainable in about why he's not in D two, and that's because he's bad. Yeah, Tammy because she's a, dead, or <laughs> or just like a figure skater and went back to figure skating. It was just a one and done for her, and she just went about. To live her life. No, you see, the thing is, they'd want Tammy on the team. And I think they got Kenny Wu because they didn't have that figure skater that they can market anymore. So I think Kenny Wu was like a late addition. Mm. Like, why wouldn't they want Tammy on that team? Other than her, like, not wanting to do it or, of course, being dead. Well, I think Kenny Wu is the better figure skating option there. He was in the Olympics. He is of... Uh, different like ethnicity. Sure, he's marketable. Yeah, so you marketable there, different area of the country. So I think there's a. I think so. Kenny you you don't Wu, think it's possible at all that Tammy is dead? I think I think hey, 
it's possible anybody is dead. I like I could be dead right now, and this is just like an alternate dimension. This is like the upside down in Stranger Things or something like that. But it like to explain that Tammy is not on the team because she's dead, I think is is a big leap. When there's a nearly explainable option here that Kenny Wu was the better figure skating option here. No, I don't think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I think they got involved yeah, with Hans's right. game. Um, and this explains, you know, how Hans isn't in the second one. Because we kind of yeah. talked about him going on the run, faking his own death, something like that. I'd like, that is that is a good part of this. Like, that is probably the most um, sound part of this from, like, an evidence standpoint. Han is not, Hans is not there, and chances are Hans is on the run. Yeah, and Tommy wasn't who flipped him. Or, or he flipped. Yeah, it makes sense that one of his minions has flipped. It, it that makes a lot of sense. Um, my question would be, I guess my next question would be. So Tommy is very. It's very easy to see Tommy getting involved in the wrong kind of stuff. Tammy seems a little smarter than this. She seems a little much more of a do-gooder. Like, oh, mom's not gonna like this. That kind of stuff. So I don't know. If Tammy has it in her to get engulfed in this game. I think that's an excellent point. So maybe what happened actually was Tommy got involved. Tammy was trying to get him out. Something happened. Like she heard there was something going down. So she went and there was like a crossfire and she got clipped. You know, when she was like trying to help Tommy out, like you need to leave right now. And then boom, she gets shot. Something horrible happens. And that's, you know, Tommy Lee. Or that's when, you know, it causes the whole Tommy going, getting, you know, pulled in and then turning on Hans. Yeah, I can see this. Um, Kevin, before I continue, have any thoughts here? Um, I, I think the the Tammy uh, being too much of a do-gooder. I think that might be a bit of a front on her part. Um, I think she's pretty. I think she's pretty shrewd. Um, I think she she kind of acts the way she acts to get what she wants. Um, and I, I think she's, I think she's very aware and very capable, um, of, uh, kind of her ability in that, in that respect. Um, so I could definitely see her going along with this and kind of, kind of pulling Tommy along into that, uh, kind of manipulating him into doing it. Um, uh, as I, I think that would be pretty easy for her to accomplish. Um, but, uh, I'm, I'm 100% on board with this, with this theory. It's not a bad theory. So I think there's like two kind of alternate options that get us to the same place here. And one is that uh, Tammy is not this do-gooder and she drags Tommy into it. Now, I can also see Tommy getting caught up in the wrong stuff. And then Tammy kind of goes in to help Tommy. And like oh, this Tommy like like kind of gets dragged in and maybe she's caught in the crossfire. Maybe she gets in too deep and can't get back out and then she gets killed. Um this is so this is got. Are, are we talking a uh, are we talking a, a a Kip Rains Memphis Rains situation going on? I have no idea who that is. Uh, gone in sixty seconds. Memphis Rains is like out of the game, but then Kip was that Nicholas Cage? Brother gets, gets yeah gets into some trouble, so then he has to come back and complete this job that his brother had fucked up, so it pulls him back into the game. Maybe it's a little situation like that going on. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, that's shout probably out, it. Like Tammy probably dabbles, to gets out. Tommy goes in. Tammy has to, is trying to bail him out, and then she dies. 
and then Tommy goes on the run basically and, and causes this domino and becomes Pete. I like this. I like this. I I guess my next question, it seems like Pete and Pete picked up around the same time we have D1 D2 here. So my question like is Tommy in the joint long enough to kind of be hardened and get this tattoo and, and I think he gets a tattoo like first day he's in there. Like just, they they throw him he, right through the grinder. Somebody up? Like Tommy goes in there, he's like I'm a tough hockey player. He beats someone up. There's like, "Oh, this is great, you know. We're going to get you a tattoo." And he just goes on with it. And like he gets it right away. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I don't know if Tommy's going to beat anybody up, but I can see him getting kind of trying to ingratiate himself into the Well, the you, you see the thing is, um there's also going to be like ex guys of Hans there who've kept their mouth shut. Oh. And so you know, they're going to be like trying to get Tommy. Yeah. And so maybe he right. takes one of them was, out. And it also explains like a quick I was turnaround. Ask what, I was going to ask what his kind of uh, social standing in prison is. Um, maybe he's kind of like a local celebrity because he was on the D5 team. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so this, this prison thing, I like the celebrity angle. Now, so Tommy goes to jail first and then he flips later? He, well, he's in jail like and- as it's happening. Okay. And so he like so he gets a tattoo. He's like only there for a couple of weeks. Oh, okay. And he gets a tattoo in those couple of weeks. Because, I mean, what else are you going to do in jail? Yeah, for sure. I saw the <laughs> night of. Um, and so, and then they got to get him out of there because, like, they're able to turn him and they're just like, hey, we can't keep you there, obviously, because Hans's guys are in there and they're going to kill you. Mm-hmm. And so then they sent him up to, uh, and, I, and Pete and Pete was never, like I said, where they live, but I think it was like kind of implied like New York or something, like upstate New York or whatever. Um, and so he goes there. Okay. I like this. I and, and maybe there was some like fuck up with the paperwork where they said like, oh, you're going to live with this family. You know, the older brother's name is Pete. And then like they, someone fucked up the paperwork and actually wrote Tommy Duncan's new name is Pete. So that's why they're both named Pete. Because oh. who would name both their kids Pete? That's true. I'm like, I'm, I've seen Pete and Pete, but not in a long time. So I'm not really like sure about the details of Pete and Pete. So really anything you say here about like Pete and Pete could probably get by me. But <laughs> in general, I mean, I'm a fan of the theory. It, it explains some mysteries. It explains why Hans is not here in the D2. And there's a plausible explanation for this. So, I mean, I'm behind it for the most part. I'm still unsure about Tammy and how she gets dragged in but as i said before we kind of end up in the same place anyway so that's not a big deal um kevin any other thoughts here on this theory i mean the 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 only issue with that is i think that hans would be pretty aware or pretty um i think hans would be pretty quick to rub a guy like that out quickly um you know someone pretty low on the totem pole as far as the organization goes so i that would be one of my only concerns is that he would he would never really have the chance to uh, to flip because Hans would just have him killed. But to begin with, like it wouldn't even he wouldn't even be in prison for a couple of weeks. He'd be gone in an hour. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Or or even 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 when he was getting booked, that type of situation. So um, so I, I could see that as a flaw, just because I can't imagine Tommy being like one of his top lieutenants or anything like that. Um, so that that would be one my one uh, concern with that theory. Not my one concern, but you know that would be a pretty big. <laughs> one. 
I mean, Tommy, do you have an explanation here for this? Um, I mean, it could be. Point. Well, maybe, maybe they thought both Tammy and Tommy died. Oh. And Tommy went and like they picked up Tommy and was like, "Hey, they think you're dead. You tell us everything, otherwise but- we're gonna say that you're alive." And then they ship him off, and he gets a tattoo, kind of like somewhere on the road. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's like, he's like, pull over, guys. I need to get a tattoo. Okay. Pretty much, yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> they're trying to disc- uh, to change his his look a little bit. Yeah, and, and it's interesting, as because I was thinking maybe the tattoo was like like a tribute to Tammy, but I, I looked at the tattoo before this, and it's a little bit uh, sexual. <laughs> um, like it's it's like a good looking like woman like tattooed on his wrist or in his uh, forearm, and it's like, no, nah, you probably wouldn't do that of your sister. But we have talked about maybe they were step siblings or something. I don't know. So oh yeah, um, so just to kind of wrap it up here, what is Pete's life like after he becomes Pete? Here is he does he just live a regular life or does Hans come back or does it come back to finally burn him here? I think there's probably a very poignant scene later in life where Hans and Tommy or as Pete now like kind of make eye contact when they're both like at a deli or something. And Hans just kind of gives him the slightest of nod, like, uh, I'm, I'm going to walk away. Like, I, I got your sister, like, kind of understanding, uh-huh. I got your sister like, killed. Over, yeah. Like, I'm, like, I'm over it. I'm not in prison, whatever. Let bygones be bygones. I like it. Yeah. That would be good because now they're both under, like, a different sort of identity. Yeah. So, um, that's good. That's good. I like this. This is, I mean, I've I've heard a little bit of the second theory, and I'm gonna say right now this one's probably better than that one. But let's hear the second theory. All right, second theory. I need you to bear with me. Okay, here is the theory. Miss McKay is a time traveler. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> love it, love it. Okay, and so. As we all know, like time traveling, there's all kinds of like paradoxes. And like, if you've ever seen a movie, it's like, um, I'm going to talk about Terminator for a second, which is kind of like one of the, um, I guess, iconic time traveling movies. And if you haven't seen Terminator, I don't know what's wrong with you, yeah. um, but I'm about to spoil some of it. And so like the, um, in Terminator, the, um, Michael Reese, I think that's his name or something mm-hmm. like that. He goes back in time. Know to protect Linda Hamilton from the Terminator. Yes. Okay, because Linda Hamilton, that's the name of the actress, um, Sarah Connor is uh, the, <laughs> uh, the, uh, the protagonist, because her son, John Connor, becomes the leader of the resistance of the machines. Um, and it turns out, though, that um, Reese is John Connor's father, because him and Sarah Connor, they fuck or whatever. And so, <laughs> and then that creates that whole paradox of, okay, so... Had Reese never gone back in time or whatever, would John Connor have born? So it's just yeah. kind of like a mind fuck. Uh huh. And so here it is. Um, we're first introduced to Miss McKay not in D two but in D one. We are introduced to an older version of Miss McKay as the principal of the school. <laughs> okay. Um, several theories for that. Um, the person, the principal. Is also in D three as like the um the uh one of the teacher like the hard yeah. ass teacher who's talking about like quizzes. quizzes yeah okay so here's what happened um, I've always found it very curious as to why all of the ducks are in the same class because like remember Bombay and D one goes in to like the yeah. school and it's like I need to like find these kids and the principal says oh they're all in room two twenty seven whatever 
Bombay goes, all of them? Okay. Very. Well, I mean, they're in detention, but they're in the same science class. They're right. Why are all these kids in the same science class? Yeah. Every single one of them. That's very like. I mean, this is a a public school in the city. You'd think they'd be spread out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. So why is that? It's because after the you know happenings of D one, D two, D three years down the road, when Miss McKay is probably like a forty five year old. Someone tries to go back in time to break up the ducks before they ever became the ducks. Okay? Uh-huh. And so Miss McKay gets wind of this. And as like a 45-year-old, she goes back to like a couple of years before the ducks happen and has to make sure that the ducks get together. And one of the things that she does is she becomes a principal of the elementary school to make sure that she can make sure the ducks are like going in the same class, keeping tabs on them, things like that. Okay, mm-hmm. and so that all works. Uh, in D two, she obviously she has to lay low, and like the kids are leaving, so it's fine. She resigns her principal job. She goes to get a job at Eden Hall to continue to supervise to make sure that they're not failing out. You know, maybe she kind of puts some things in people's ears, like, "Hey, you should call Bombay because he can get Portman's scholarship back," or something like that. So Miss McKay went back in time to before D one, became the principal. Laid low during D2 when her younger self was there. And then in D3 was his teacher again, just to make sure that the ducks stayed together. And so that is why I believe Miss McKay is a time traveler. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wouldn't the ducks realize that she's there in D3, even though she, like, wouldn't she be, like, significantly older in this scenario? No, no, no. So, um... The, so, if you remember the the um the principal who's uh, she's like kind of overweight, and yeah. so Miss McKay like she like altered her appearance and you know gained weight and like adopted oh. a different accent like and and then went back in time because she knew like oh obviously they like they might recognize me like once D two comes around I was like you look like our principal's daughter or something like that. I uh I took this very differently. You took it differently. So I'm thinking. The D2 Miss McKay is Miss McKay. The D2 Miss McKay is the real Miss McKay. Yeah, and then D1 and D3 is Miss McKay in the future, and she's gone back. Correct. Yeah, so she wouldn't... That's just how she looked in the future. I think she, she probably still put some pounds on. Okay. <laughs> no offense to the actress. I mean, would she have, like, plastic surgery? Like, she she could have, yeah. Like, a pretty significant... I mean, it's the future. Who knows what... <laughs> so, Kevin, do you follow that? Like, D2 is real Miss McKay, D1 and D3 is future Miss yeah. McKay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, all right. Let me ask this question. So, what is her incentive as a time traveler to go back and yeah. make sure this This happens? is the main question I have. Because something terrible, like, I imagine what happened is, like, think of uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Where um, <laughs> Bill and Ted become like they form Wild Stallions, and their music um, eventually kind of like rids, you know, or it it like uh, ends all wars. It causes you know world peace. Um, but the thing is, is you know they're about to flunk out of high school or some shit, and Bill is going to get sent to uh, military school. And so what I think was going to happen is the ducks kind of, you know years later or something like that maybe not even years they kind of helped unite something like 
their hockey playing inspired the country and inspired the world so oh. much. But there are like this this faction that's um, just like, oh, you know, we, we hate the world now, blah, blah, blah. And they create the time traveling and say, you know what it is? If it wasn't for these fucking ducks, you know, you know, I we would be in charge or something. Maybe it's like some like um, fascist regime that's underground. And so they go back to try and like keep the ducks from starting. So like they wouldn't there wouldn't be like this period of world peace or whatever after that was led brought on by the ducks. Who did who did they send? Who did they send? Uh, see, I think that might have happened earlier because also the principal is going to have to like kind of fight them off like Miss McKay. Yeah. Um. I mean, maybe they sent, you know, it'd, it'd be interesting. I, I think <laughs> I, I can't think of anyone right off the top of my head. I mean, you could Did argue they maybe like they Gunner sent a couple. Stahl? Yep. I mean, um, not Gunner. I mean, maybe they tried to send um, Gunner Stahl like in D2. Like they, they keep trying just like in Terminator. They keep sending people back. Um, so that's a good question. I'm not sure who they send in D1. Maybe they send um, Adam Banks' dad. Because he's the one who like kind of fucks with the rules and keeps Banks out of the the proper district. Eh. And Banks' dad is friends with Mr. Ducksworth. So maybe he's there trying to fuck with him. And and we never really find out what Banks' dad's job is. So maybe it's something where he could like have influence and keep these kids, um, I mean, uh, like kind of from becoming successful. I mean, you see the kids that they're like wearing shit for pads. So maybe he's some kind of like city councilman or a congressman or something where he's like basically making it so these inner city kids can't rise up at all. Mm-hmm. And so I, I feel like, I feel like maybe the more plausible scenario in this, in this highly plausible scenario <laughs> as a whole um, would be that um, after Iceland loses, the country itself just spirals out of control and it's kind of just like a dystopian future there. So maybe they send like Gunner or whoever back, maybe yeah, Wolf, maybe they send him back um, to try to destroy this to keep that from happening to Iceland. Maybe uh, something along those lines. I could see that happening, but then who do they send before D1? What do you mean? Well, because for this all to work, Miss um, McKay, McKay is back for D1. D1. Unless it's just like some paradox thing where, again, she gets there, becomes well, a principal, and then what would have happened if she wasn't the principal? Kind of like mindfuck like in Terminator. Well, they they send Gunner back to D to D one to basically destroy the ducks, like to sabotage them from even getting started. But we never see we never Gunner see Gunner. Are you saying this is the deleted out of the documentaries? Uh, I mean, well, we never see Miss McKay in D one either. Well, yeah, you did. She you was see, the principal. You see the principal. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I don't know. I, well, I just, I just don't. Well, so who did we see that otherwise? What do you mean? So who did we see that was trying to sabotage? Yeah. I mean, it, it yeah. might have happened like a couple of years before. It's like Miss McKay went back knowing she wasn't going to be able to come back. So, I mean, it's just kind of there are things that happened before D1. Yeah. So, may, okay. So maybe they, so maybe Wolf like went all the way back to like when Charlie was like a, like a young toddler and, and like killed his dad his books or something and killed his dad. Yes. Oh, maybe, uh, maybe. Okay. Here's what, maybe, yeah. Uh, he killed the dad thinking, Oh, I've, I've done it, but Charlie's mom was already pregnant or something like that. Uh, or, or, um, <laughs> the guy he killed 
wasn't actually Charlie's dad. Like, Charlie's mom was two-timing the dad. Oh! Controversy. (laughs) Wait, and, like, Wolf just, like, didn't know he killed the wrong guy. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Wolf (laughs) acted on instinct instead of some intel. Yeah. Uh, I mean... Okay, I can see my that makes more sense to you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. I mean, my sort of biggest problem with this is if this was the case, Miss McKay does sort of fail. Like, Tommy and Tammy Duncan are dead and in the witness protection <laughs> program. <laughs> Terry Hall's gone. Peter Mark's on the streets. And then you go to D3 <laughs> Jesse Hall's out there. Terry Hall is nowhere to be found. So she does sort of fail in in keeping the ducks united. Yes, to an extent. She she loses some ducks along the way. However, in Terminator 2, <laughs> or maybe, no, maybe it's 3, Terminator 3, um, the, they send the, the new machine back, and instead of going after John Connor, they're going after, like, his lieutenants. And they're just like these kids partying. But they still kind of... I think it was three. Maybe it was two. No, it was three. I'm pretty sure it was three. <laughs> Anywho. Um, so he, he kills like some Michael of these lieutenants. The yeah. Um, but like ultimately it still fails. And so like, yeah, you know, you're going to lose a couple of ducks here or there. So <laughs> it happens. But it ultimately like succeeded. Like, McKay did come back and everything, and we can assume that there is, like, world peace brought on by the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is the other large uh, hole in this plot. So, like, this junior Goodwill Games team or high school varsity team has really done something to change the world, and it needs to be protected. Uh, they've prob- they probably all had very strong political positions when they grew older. And kind of helped people realize. Well, think about like yes, all of them. <laughs> okay. Um, we'll think about in Bill and Ted, where it's just this band of two fucking morons yeah, caused that's a like documentary as well. Yeah. And so I think the power of sport I, I and teamwork. Like you your like only two frames of reference are the Terminators and Bill and Ted. <laughs> this, this well, there's other time travel movies that I could reference if you want, but those are the only two I really need. <laughs> Um, yeah, I just, uh, I just don't believe the Ducks are, whatever they go on to do is important enough and, or that this specific moment in time alters their course if they are important enough, drastically enough for the world to sort of Well, think, think about it. If they're not all in that same class, if Charlie's not there, if Peter's not there, if Carp's not there... Do they like unite again around? They never against- have. They never have that pond hockey tournament in D four. That's. I mean, maybe not, but I feel like okay. <laughs> well, well, maybe the perpetrator was actually like the opponents they play in the pond hockey to- tournament, who like they lost to at the end, oh. and they were so embarrassed that they went and like researched time travel just to go back to break up this <laughs> pond hockey team so they could win the trophy and like the three hundred dollar gift certificate to Target. Wow. That's Maybe that's more, what That's more realistic. Yeah. yeah. We now have a conspiracy theory for our fake movie that we made up. This is getting deep. Uh, I mean, 
I feel like we could discuss this all night, all day. Um, so I mean, I'm just gonna. We might come back to this. I want to hear what the quack lights have to say, and uh, we we could come back to this in a future episode with kind of their thoughts and see kind of flush this out, flush this out, flush. <laughs> I always say flush. Yeah, what is flesh wrong with this out? Uh, more. I, I feel like I feel like we should kind of uh, put out another call for for some for some uh, some screenplays or from some some pseudo screenplays, some storylines here. Yeah. Okay. We need to talk prequel, really. Oh well, yeah. I think yeah. first of all, I mean, I think we have a Trinidad and Tobago prequel like in the works, and then I th- also think the Tommy and Tammy Duncan story is a. a if it's not a prequel, it's sort of like a tangent. It's like a spinoff. It's like what happened between D one and Pete and Pete. Yeah. So it's I mean, like the rogue, the rogue one of yes, the Tommy and Tammy Duncan story is is the rogue one. Exactly. That's a really good analogy. So yeah. So I mean, we already have three projects in the works, but we could have more. I mean, with D four as well. Um. So yeah. I mean, if anyone else has some some theories. Some spin-offs, some prequels, some double sequels. Uh, send them our way, and we'll talk about them, and we'll try to we'll try to um, flesh them out uh, and, and turn them in, into legitimate ideas here. So, um, yeah, you know where to go at QuackTechPod, that kind of stuff. Uh, right now, though, let's just go to the Quack question. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, you ask us questions mostly on Twitter. Although we have been getting some Facebook messages and some emails and that kind of stuff. So keep it going anywhere you want. At, uh, at QuackDayPod on Twitter. Hashtag question. Use the hashtag. Uh, honestly, it's not that important you use the hashtag, but still use the hashtag. And uh, we try to answer your question. So, Kevin, what is the Quack question today? All right. This week's Quack question comes from Charlie Conway himself. <laughs> um, or at least uh, that's the Twitter handle. Uh, it's at Conway96Ducks. Um, and the question is, what do you think the phone call was like when Tibbles had to tell Mr. Hall that Terry wasn't selected for Team USA? Good question. I believe this is from a newer quack like Marsha. She emailed us, and I think she I, said... It, it, did, it does appear that uh, this was a recently created Twitter account, so that's good. Yeah, and then she said... Yeah, I think she said that was her Twitter handle, so... Um, shout out to Marsha if that's you, and if it's not you, shout out to you anyway. Uh, so, kind of to put this in context, Tibbles has to call to get Jesse Hall on the squad, but there's also Terry Hall. Terry Hall does not make the squad, so kind of awkward. But I mean, I feel like I feel like the Hall's father understands, and he he can see Jesse is the superior player, so. I think he's a little upset and he feels bad for Terry, but I don't necessarily think um, he's mad at Tibbles or anybody like that. I think he he understands how the game is played. You know, one thing I think, that could... I think we have a lot of parallels here, like in sports, like with uh, Seth and Steph Curry, and um, uh, to a lesser extent, like the Lopez twins in Bas- uh that went to Stanford, and then various stops in the NBA. Um, so I, I definitely think there's like an archetype for this, um, and I, I'm sure it happens all the time, but. Um, in, in, you know, lower, lower levels of sport. But I think there is just that time when it's just kind of becomes clear which, which sibling is the more athletic sibling. Um, 
and or or, or even maybe not even the most athletic, but more dedicated. Um, maybe maybe uh, he kind of realizes that uh, Terry is off, maybe focusing on on something else, either school or another sport or mm-hmm. you know music or something. So uh, maybe it is kind of it's already become clear by that time. Maybe it's already kind of cleared up uh, as far as the family's concerned. Like Terry's kind of moved on or whatever. Um, but I could see, uh, you know, Terry, if, if that's not the case, being particularly jealous and, and especially his dad being kind of angered by this. Um, I think what could have happened, we've established that Terry kind of had a crush on Tammy. Correct. Um, and hypothesize maybe they were a thing or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, going with what we discussed earlier um, with our Tammy, Tommy Duncan, Pete and Pete theory, Tammy dies. Terry is terribly distraught. Tibbles calls and wants them both, but the dad makes a call and says, Terry is in no condition to do oh. this. Like he's suicidal. He has to be here so he could have Terry here and like keep an eye on him. That. That's pretty good. I think I kind of thought as well, like maybe it was both of them and turned it down for some reason. Uh, I mean, that is an explanation. It does seem like Jesse is the more passionate hockey player of the two. So maybe Terry was just playing for fun as well. And then it's like, oh, we wanted you to go to junior goodwill games. And he's like, nah, I'm good. So let's see. I don't know. But yeah, I, I think there's a, maybe they do want them both. I think if they're both marketable, so, uh, it it might even be that phone call, the Hall's father just turning him down. Kevin, um, you think he, Terry? You think he invited both of them, and and uh, he chose one of them? No, I think. What were you saying? I, I, no, we're saying that we're saying that Tibbles invited both of them, but. The father came in and said, "Either A, Terry is too distraught to play, or Terry just it doesn't really care that much about hockey. He was just playing with his friends, and like he doesn't really want to go, so he could uh, he just would turn it down for Terry." I yeah, I mean, I, I could totally see that being the case. Um, kind of, you know, just alluding to what I was saying before. How you know Jesse is is the more dedicated one, the more mm-hmm. interested one, and Terry's possibly just moved on. So I can totally see that being the case. And I just want to point out, we almost made a full episode without an NBA reference from Kevin. <laughs> <And> like <laughs> thirty five minutes in, he came up with one, but uh, it's a good question. I just don't. I just think like it's either it's either not that big of a deal or it's. Terry Hall or the Hall's father turning him down. So I don't know, but maybe the Quack Lights have other ideas. At Quack Deck Pod on Twitter, thequackdeck.com. You can contact us there, email us, facebook.com slash quackdeckpod. I've had a little uh, surge in the Facebook likes this week. I always like to see that. Let's keep it going. Yeah. Uh, go to our shop. The, go to the quackdeck.com. You can get a link straight to the shop there. Uh, I believe free shipping is over. It ended on the fifth, but still time for free Christ- shipping is over. Fil- still time for Christmas gifts. So get those orders in now. Lots of lots of uh, different items available. Uh, go to iTunes. Give us five stars. Write a review. 
with your full plot for your prequel, spinoff, or double sequel. And remember, ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. Quack, quack.